Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. We need answers, but we don't have the questions. Cooney Garu is played by Buell Richardson. But at least with the credit to Tsubo, I can use the end to stick things with. Kitsugi Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolomei. This might not be the best idea, but... And Yogo Sojabo is played by Bren Thorson. And the Earth Kami are still looking at me strange. Now, on with our show. We open up in the Great Hall, and there are bodies on tatami mats and futons spread out all across. We focus in on our heroes who are laying next to each other, specifically Kuniguru and uh, Kitsuki Akira. They're both now conscious, but very, very bandaged up. A uh, witch hunter comes along and checks the poultices. And how are you feeling, my brother, to Kuniguru? I'll be fine. I need to get up and get doing things. No, you need rest. You are to rest until you are told otherwise. You have sustained many injuries that would kill a lesser man. But we are crab. We are not lesser men. Indeed, which is why you're alive. I am tasked with keeping it that way, and until I say otherwise, to lay here and rest. Kuni-san, listen mm. to him. If you if you use a cracked Tetsubo, it might break. So so let her repair the Tetsubo. But at least with the credit to Tsubo, I can use the end of, to stick things with. And if you were to crack in half, nobody would be able to use you. And he grumbles under his breath. And she pushes, you're sitting up slightly, she pushes you down intentionally right on top of one of the poultices, and a shear of pain just rockets down your arm. And Garus purposely doesn't say anything. He is currently very impatient. Yeah, you're going to take three strife no matter what, but... I'm taking three strife. And a void point. Yeah, you also get a void point off of that. Yep. He's muttering under his breath. He's, he'll lay there. Otherwise, someone's going to say something, but he's not liking it. I don't now, have to like you, just have to do it. And now for you, 
my dragon friend. Yes. You should not be alive. It is a miracle that you are. <laughs> and although your mind seems ready to go, as the Kitsuki often are, your body needs rest. Please drink I'm... this tea. It will induce sleep in order for your body to recover. He's alive because he hangs out with crab. <laughs> that might be part of it, yes. Maybe you're rubbing off on me, Kuni-san. And Bruce smiles, which looks even more menacing with his kabuki makeup. Go ahead, graciously uh, take the uh, ginger she's offering and drink. All right. In a little bit, you'll fall asleep, but you have some time to talk first. Yeah. I think part of it is I have allies amongst the spirit world. What type of allies? I'm not sure at the moment. But I do remember after going down, I had a sort of vision. Um, six birds... One was fighting within the light. Two were um, uh, two were down and bleeding. One was in the cage, and in the distance, two more with oni masks fighting on the tower. Oh, it seems that the your original vision has changed some. Somewhat, yes, because there was initially three. And only masks fighting in a tower. No, there was only two. I thought it was three. No. <sighs> Pull this up again. Have it written down. Six birds, three, two, and one. The three droop ash, blood, and arrows ah. on the field of slaughter. The two wear the faces of Oni, clawing at each other on top of Black Tower. The one stands alone in the light, pierced through the heart. At least the one in the light is no longer pierced to the heart. Um, well, you were pierced. Yes, but I'm not a bird. I'm a crab. It's smile. An impatient crab. Lying around, not being able to do anything. How am I, I supposed to help protect my brothers if I'm lying on my back? <laughs> ah... Seems you still need to learn the virtue of patience. <laughs> Not that you will, but patience is a virtue. I thought the end of my Tetsubo was a virtue. Different virtues for different plans. The only virtue I need is to make sure that my enemies are dead. And for that, you need sleep. Remember, you don't have you don't have to sleep. like it. You just have to do it. No one said I had to sleep. Just said I had to lay down. Lay down and rest, yes. Doesn't mean sleep. No, doesn't mean sleep. Just means rest. Well, I am laying down, as I'm being been told to do. So. Yeah. But you're, you're a new one. So, one bird in a shaft of light. Yes. Two... And only mass on top of a tower. Yes. One captured. Yes, as we said, 
the three drip ash, blood, and arrows. Those that was the crane delegation. Yes. Two were the faces of Oni clawing each other atop a black tower. Not still not quite sure about that one. Yes, those are still out there. And the one I believe is Toritaka. How are you? At the mention of her name, Gru actually gets a smile or a slight smile that isn't frightening. It's that actually it is, but in a totally different way. This is like what? Gru can actually smile nicely? What? Yeah. And with that, Gru just lays back and stares at the ceiling. Mm. All right, we'll cut over to uh, Yogo Sojibo and Sai. Yogo-sama, are you sure that you are perfectly well and do not need medical care? No, just rest. My muscles are stiff, my brain is stressed, and the Earth Kami are still looking at me strange. If you say so, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, you're free to do as you please. Then I will stand guard, just in case. As you go into your room, you find a witch hunter standing there, just waiting for you. You seem to have been in the center of this incursion. Care to tell me what happened? We went to arrest the three suspects. One of them ran through the walls, killed the Kitsu, and opened a gateway to Toshigoku in which a bunch of Toshigoku Jin came through. That's what you've been fighting. I managed to close the gate as we did in the uh, Dragonfly Lands. So you've been at the center of a second gate opening? Yes, it seems that whatever the fates and the fortunes have designed for us, it, it has us directly tied with whatever these swords are. Yes, I've inspected your swords. I think they should be destroyed at once. I could not agree more. Then I shall put forth the order to have them destroyed in a jade fire. See, I don't know how to ask for this because I'm very. Uh, the book is very unclear about this substance. It says it's a treasure of the crab, but it also could be used for maho as well as regular invocations. So I, I don't think I'll ask for it. It just would make my wards far more powerful. Probably not the person to talk to anyway. No. No, I, I don't think so. It's just that I could create, like if I, it's kind of debating whether I want to get the invocation that allows you to travel, but it's like a very powerful that this, uh, the ink would basically allow almost a guarantee me a chance to making a travel magical travel uh, in ward but I don't think I need it now you've got other travel methods between yeah. going to uh, through the world realm of mischief and 
by using the mm-hmm. Naginata or the Katana. The, yeah. Which I think also should be destroyed, but whatever. <laughs> it's too dangerous. But this is all we, in my head. Yeah. But yeah. We have captured one of the crane. The other two did not survive the battle. Doji Shuten is in a cell right now. Only reason we haven't killed him is we need answers, but we don't have the questions. You, on the other hand, from our research, seem to be the person who might have the questions to ask. All right. Would you like me to go with him? I mean, would you like me to go with you, or can I can I wait until morning? I am very exhausted right now. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I would like to believe that. I've got many guards around him watching. And he is stripped down to his undergarments. He has nothing on him anymore. His hands are in a position that he can't even scratch his nose if he wanted. And his mouth is gagged. All right. Very well. Then I will see you in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and create a ward, if that's okay. Yep, go right ahead. Let's see if I can't do it right now. Let's see. Just to be on the safe side, I'm going to try and create an embrace of Kenro Jojin. Or, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's not what I want. Uh, the other one. The other Earth. Jirojin's Bomb. That's what I wanted. Okay, that's so far so good. Okay, I'm not keeping that one. So that was an explosive success with a strife, a success with a strife, and an opportunity with a strife, which I'm using to add resist the Maho as well, part of the spell, I mean the invocation. All right. So we cut over to a black field, and standing in it is Katsuki Akira. He looks around bewildered as to where he is. A giant owl is flying and it crashes to the ground, its back up. In the center of its back are flames and blood. In the center of the flames is a black tower. On the top of that tower are two smaller birds wearing oni masks. One is standing atop the tower the other is clawing at its back so steve what are you going to do you're you kind of realize you're in yumido yeah okay i'm taking in all the details um move closer examine the uh, birds on the tower as you approach the birds notice you and rather than flying off, they come at you with their talons. Mm. Go do a martial arts unarmed. 
I'm not going to tell you the TN. Or you can do a fitness roll. Of ring? Um, earth for uh, both. And is this fitness or unarmed? Okay. Unarmed. Okay. Five success, one opportunity, and four strife. All right, you bat them away handedly, but not before one of their talons cuts a scratch across the back of your hand. It's a deep cut and it hurts a lot. One of the Oni masks falls off and clatters to the ground and the birds fly away and you're not able to see their faces. Okay, grab up the Oni mask. See what I can learn from that. It's tiny in your hand. You'd have thought it had been bigger, but being in the dream, it has some malleability and you're able to stretch it to be regular sized for a human. You see on the inside that it is molded to a human face, but it's so hard to tell whose because it's not an exact, you know, live sculpt. Right. You can tell that the features are on the inside are masculine. Okay. But other than that, you have no other information. Okay. Logic of the dreams. I'm going to turn the mask inside out so that the um, molded indentation is now actually a protrusion. Okay. Get a little more information from that. And the face that's poking out begins to speak to you. You should be dead. We've sent them after you, and yet you live. You've lived through two gates, but you won't live through many more. You will die. Eventually. Not now. And I'm... I'm going to take a really good look at the face and remember the voice and then look down to the owl. So the tower itself and where the flames are all around it is right on the backbone, right down the spine. Okay. The owl is suffering. It's not dead, but it can't get up and it won't recover. Reach down and put the owl say, best I could do for you now is your suffering. Forgive me. And I do a quick mercy stroke. Alright, you notice that the tower itself is actually burrowing into the owl still. Hmm. This might not be the best idea, but take, take a look at the tower first. Alright, the tower has four uh, floors and eight sides. Around the outside of the tower are uh, gates, uh, Tory gates, but they look off to you. You're drawn to one of them, and it, it just feels like you have some sort of connection to it. Okay, take a closer look at the gate itself. There's nothing different about this gate. It's exactly the same as the other seven. 
Feel mm. <sighs> connection here, so go ahead and step through. All right, we're going to cut over to the medical ward and back to Kuniguru, who has a visitor. Guru's still laying there because if he sits up, the Kuni will have an issue with him. Yeah, a bandaged up Toritaka Koyu is kneeling next to you. Drew looks over at her. It is good to see you. It is good to see you being healed. I'm glad you're taking time. I was afraid that you would be a pardon this, a, a stubborn crab and try to keep going despite your injuries. I have no choice. I have been ordered to remain here. Otherwise, yes, as you put it, I would be a stubborn crab. And yes, Gru does look like he would be up if he hadn't been ordered, but he's glad that she is here. He reaches over and gently touches her hand. And how are you feeling? I will survive. I have some wounds, but they're not too bad. They will heal. So long as you are all right, so too shall I. I would ask, how are you in uh, feeling in other ways, not the physical? We have just faced spirits that should not be here. We have survived, even though it has taken things out of us. As I said, so long as you are all right, so too shall I. I've dealt with spirits all of my life. I see the dead here. The reason we are the Falcon is not only because we strike so swiftly, but because of our keen eyesight into other worlds. Yes, that I do know. And that is part of the reason why I admire your conviction. Your friend here, he wants to visit some of the shrines and learn the ways of the Falcon. I hope that you'll be going with him as not only his friend, but to see my lands. So you look over at Katsuki Akira, and you notice on the back of his hand, a hand that is now clenched and not in a relaxed position, are some deep scratches, and his hand is actually bleeding. Guru disobeys the orders of uh, Lakuni and sits up with a worried look on his face, reaches over, grabs Akira's arm, and lifts it up to look at the scratches. What are you doing? These were not here when we laid down. One of the uh, medical uh, Kuni, ones, the witch hunters that are coming to care for everybody, comes running over. Put him down. These were not here when we laid down. Something is going on. This room is warded. There is nothing here. Look over at uh, 
Koyu, can you sense anything? No, I, I don't sense anything. And as you're gripping his wrist, his hand relaxes slightly, and a small porcelain oni mask clatters on the floor. Um, I'm going to try to catch it before it hits the floor. Okay. Uh, I'll let you catch it. No roll needed. Unless you really want to roll for it. Nah. Don't need to roll. All right. You catch a small porcelain oni mask. And then I will gently set his hand down on top of him. And I'll look at the mask that's in my hand. The mask you see is well-crafted for how small it is. Somebody clearly took the time to make a good mold and shape the porcelain for it. It's been lacquered as an, a red and orange mask. Can someone give me a piece of cloth, please? Toritaka Koyu pulls out a small piece of cloth from within her robes. Take it. And I will put the mask on it, then lay set it all down. I look up at the Kuni who has been, who ran over it, yelling at me. And what do you make of this? That shouldn't be here. He, we made sure that nobody had anything on them when they came in, other than the robes. Their kimono should have been the only things on them. My companion has been having visions. He's a dragon. Of course he's having visions. Isn't that what dragons do? Sit on their mountains and have visions and do nothing about it? Not that type of vision. The visions are of a different nature. The first vision he had. Six birds. Three two, and one. The three drip ash, blood, and arrows on a field of slaughter. The two were the faces of Oni, clawing each other atop a black tower. And as uh, Gru says, faces of Oni, he points at the mask. The one stands alone in the light, pierced through the heart. And as he says that, he actually puts his hand on top of Koyu's and leaves it there. And she blushes. Only you can see the truth. Only you can save the one. During our battle, Akira called to protect Koyu while he laid unconscious and dying. He had another vision. I do not know I cannot recall the whole thing, but it had was similar. Six birds, but no longer three, two, and one. It was three, or it was two, two, one, and one. Still the two wearing faces of Oni, clawing each other atop a black tower. One standing in the light this time no longer pierced through the heart, and one captured. I do not remember the other two. We have come to, or I have come to believe, 
that for his original vision, the three were the crane that had come here to cause this destruction. Those who followed the Maho way. The one was Torotaka Koyu here. I do not know about the two, but this mask tells me he has found something out. What it means, I do not know. I just pray to the Kami that he wakes up and can tell us what he has seen. I do not disobey you out of willfulness and spite. I do so out of concern, not just for Katsuki Akira, but for the Empire. And with that, Guru lays back down. Because, yes, that's taken a little bit out of him. But his hand still rests on Koyu's. I'll make sure he rests. Don't worry about him, and I'll keep an eye on Kitsuki Akira as well. I don't plan to leave this spot for quite some time. Very well. But he better stay resting and not disturb anyone else. Looks at him through the corner of his eye with a... And what are you going to do? Ground me? He doesn't say it, just it's the, the look on his... And his face is like, what are you going to do? Ground me? Because the answer is yes. Literally. <laughs> and Gru takes some very calming breaths. Because, yeah, the sudden movements and stuff do pull at his stitches and his wounds. And they do hurt, but he is being the stubborn crab and not showing it. I worry about what he is seeing. Guru-san, I think it would be best for you to sleep again, but when court is over, I intend to take you and your colleagues through the Falcon Lands. I think it would be best for you to all learn a bit of how to deal with spirits. Something is happening, and we need you all to be prepared is I think that you're Rokugan's only hope. I agree that we do need to learn more on how to deal with these spirits. And he looks over at Akira. Akira-san needs to have a means that he can also combat what Sojibo and I are more able to do so. If he, you have stated that he is, or he will be trained some in the ways of the Falcon, it would do my heart good to be there with him. And unstated is with her. He actually squeezes her hand very gently, just enough that she knows that he's done it, but not enough that anyone else could even see it. When the falcon brings the crab to flight, all is well. I thank you for watching over us. I look forward to our journeys. And I think I will get some rest now before I irritate any other Kuni. And he chuckles a little at that and then goes to sleep. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, 
Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmodee International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com backslash SodgePodRPG, and SodgePodRPG.podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.